0: Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast review week number three, top five common grammar mistakes and their corrections. Welcome to the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast by Business English with Christina. Hey everybody, I hope you are having a lovely summer and I hope that you're enjoying these review episodes, you know, with the videos where you can go back and review some of our past video lessons on topics like listening skills, grammar, business English, whatever. And we're also doing podcasts to go with them and help you guys review a little bit different of these different topics because, you know, revision is important if you want to remember. Anyway, I'm here with Matthew today and Matthew, how are you doing?
1: I'm super excited uh, to be talking about grammar today. Aren't Everyone's we all? Don't we love grammar?
0: Yay! Yeah. Yay for grammar! <laughs> Been looking forward to this for months. No, uh, no, but grammar—it's important. So we, you know, of course, want to talk a little bit about it. And yeah, so today we're getting into some of the um, the top five common grammar mistakes. And I would say by our very scientific method of choosing them, which is we were sitting down before this podcast and saying like, what are the mistakes that we hear the most often with our students? And so we're going to talk about those today. So you want to start off, Matthew, what's the first one you would point
1: out? Well, I think even maybe before we start is I think yeah. as an exercise because this mm. list could be different for everybody as you exactly. said we we just put this list up mm. but you know if you are taking lessons or studying English you should be able to notice either yourself mm. or your instructor can point out hey you keep making this mistake mm. this mistake Mistake. And, you know, creating a list of three or five things that you're always making mm. the same mistake is a good way to really improve your English yeah. because, you know, if you narrow it down and focus on those three things, mm. kind of forget about everything else yeah. and get those three to five things improved, then you can check those boxes off and and have that sense of accomplishment. Yeah. So you know, I would really encourage everybody to make your own list. Um, mm. And of course, attention to these ones uh, if yeah. you're having trouble. And so, yeah, to start things off, um, one that I think is very common is like yeah. present simple versus the perfect present continuous mm-hmm. senses. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we often hear, I work here since, which is incorrect. So in this case, we're talking about a length of time. So we would use, I have been working mm. here since. And so this verb tense can be a little bit tricky. Some languages do not have this yeah. verb tense.
0: And I think that's where the difficulty comes in, because, for example, in French, you would use the present to say, for example, I'm a teacher for 10 years or something. Mm. Um, And I'm sure a lot of other languages, it's the same thing. And so, yeah, it's just like a translation problem or an interference of the native language into the English. But yeah, we do have this tense Mm. to indicate the activity that started 10 years ago, but it's continuing today, hence the name of the tense, the present perfect continuous
1: yeah yeah and I think it really helps to think of it in that time Mm. right we use verb tenses to refer to time right Mm. the time that things happened or are happening or will happen and so you know in these cases it's and we use this verb tense quite a lot because it's like oh how long have you been teaching how long have you been living in France how long have you been studying English and so this is a duration of time it started in the past and it's still going today exactly Um, yeah. Uh, so it's a very useful verb tense. You know, yeah. there are a lot of verb tenses that I tell students, uh, oh, you don't really worry about that. <laughs> I never Future perfect that. simple
0: <laughs> and things like that. You're like, no, nobody uses that.
1: <laughs> yeah, there are some that are just basically useless. But this one. But this I'm one sure. is useful. Yes.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. I would put number two on, on the list. Maybe just. The general difficulties with make and do, make and do and take maybe actually, because again, I think a lot of languages, they might have one word where in English we would say make or do, or they'll use their word uh, where in English we would use the word take. So sometimes it can be like, uh, I hear sometimes students might say, can we take an appointment mm-hmm. instead of, can we make an appointment? And again, that's just like a, a translation error, I think. Make and do, I agree. That is kind of the tough one because it's sort of, we have that, I think this rule that we often tell students where it's like, oh, it's do if it's an activity and make if you're creating something. But then we also have about 5 billion exceptions to that rule. Gotcha. So I I don't know how what you tell students, but I just tell students like, learn it as kind of an expression like these words go together and don't try to find the rule to help you too
1: yeah I think that's the best way is you just really have to bite the bullet and kind mm-hmm. of memorize these things yeah. um, and you know I think in a way that really helps you though I think because a lot of students will translate in their head mm-hmm. from you know their language to English and yeah. really you want to try to get that habit out of your system. And so sometimes you need to make the effort to memorize those combinations. And that's a step towards speaking freely without exactly. It happens in your head. So again, I think kind of the same tip I just gave yeah. before. Is, okay, if there's like five make mm. and do's, and keep mixing up, spend some time to really, right. you know, reinforce them and learn them. Yeah. And then move on. And then, exactly. And then you're like, okay, I got it. Good. Yeah. Um,
0: but- and I think that's a really, that's a really, really good tip because it's like, yes, everyone wants to correct all of their mistakes. But if you're focusing on trying to correct everything, there's not enough repetition of it for it to stick in your brain. And so it's like you keep making the mistake for years. And every time somebody corrects you, you say, oh, yeah, I knew that. But it's because you're not focusing on it repetitively in, let's say, a kind of shorter time span, your brain never like is solid in your brain. And so you just keep making the same mistake over and over for years.
1: That's um, exactly right. I mean, yeah. I think you got to like, remember when your, your school years, right. Yeah. Um, you start off the school year, you've got a, your book. It's like 20 chapters. Yeah. You'll learn 20 chapters on day one. You, exactly. one, you spend, you know, you spend a like a chapter. week
0: or two on it and yeah.
1: Least, yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, that was a good one. You just said, so make a mistake. I tell students with this one, it's kind of easy. I you know, try to think of things that'll help you remember yeah. it is both M. Yeah, exactly. M, M, there you M. go. M. So you look for like little things that'll help you. That'll to, help uh, you. Yeah, exactly. No, definitely.
0: Okay, what about number three on your list?
1: Oh, number three, this is um this is tough for everybody. Prepositions. Uh,
0: yeah. Two of four at in,
1: yeah, all that. Mm. Yeah. All of those. Yeah. Prepositions are really, you know, I try to tell people one, it's not really the end of the world. Usually they mm. don't screw up the meaning. It doesn't get altered that much. Usually. Usually. Um, yeah. They're not like of the biggest concern unless mm. you really want to like your English, you want it to sound, you know, professional, like right. uh, in a way where you're not making mistakes. If mm. you're the type of person who's like, no, I need it to be perfect English. Right okay, spend some time with them and yeah. really positions. I don't know. Do you remember this? When you were a kid growing up, there was a um, cartoon everywhere a mouse can go. Do you remember that? It
0: sounds familiar. I, I would not be able to recite it to you, but I oh, like the title sounds familiar. Yeah.
1: No, I keep looking for it on YouTube, but I can't find it. I wish oh, right. this video would come out, but it's basically prepositions are everywhere a mouse can go. And prepositions really are a visual thing. So if yeah. you can understand the visual meaning of prepositions, then you don't really need to spend so much time memorizing that right. you can visualize them. Oh, by means... You know, near or something mm. like this. So on is like it's touching the surface of something. And then you know, sometimes you have to use your imagination a little bit yeah, as exactly things more and more abstract. But if you got that visual meaning in your head, it really helps you out, I think with
0: exactly. and and yeah, it's it's really, I think about finding these sort of mental techniques and tricks to help you remember things other than just trying to like learn by heart these very abstract concepts, yeah but yeah, no, I agree. Let's see. Number four on the list, I would say is during versus for. So I I think we hear a lot of students confusing the two, for example, that maybe they should say like, oh, for three years, I lived in Thailand, for example. And they might say during three years, I lived in Thailand. And of course that's the mistake. You would say for three years because it's like the span of time whereas Mm. during is more like during an event like during the meeting the fire alarm went off or something like that yeah
1: Right. Yeah. Anytime you're really talking about a length of time, use for. Yeah. And this is just one of those. I think also where I think a lot of French speakers in particular, Mm. it's the translation, and that's Mm. that's where you're getting mixed up all of the time as you're translating in your head. And it's just one of those things you really just hammer down for three minutes, for three years, for three months, for three seconds. Exactly.
0: And then you would say like you know during the meeting, during my vacation, during the lesson, during. Yeah, exactly. Which maybe that's interesting. You can remember during, it generally has a noun
1: after it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, that's right. Exactly.
0: Trying to think of a uh, uh, something to help people remember that D in, I don't know, down, I don't know, you know, during plus noun, and then that's four. Right. Four. you can think for with a number after it, like four. Mm-hmm. So with like the number four also. Four. Yeah. All right. And final one on the list today.
1: Oh yeah. The final one. So this one is, I would say this one's really interesting because I would say we do use both as Native English speakers, so the expression, "Do you know?" We do use this a bit, but mm. I would say the more common would be like, "Have you ever mm. been to France?" Have you right. ever heard of stranger things?" Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. And we use these questions. A lot, when, yeah. especially when you are like meeting people for the first time. It's a exactly great time to know the other person. Oh, have you ever been to the U.S.? Uh, have you ever heard of hot dogs? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's Fourth of July recently. Have you
0: ever? Have, yeah, have you ever had hot dogs or have you eaten hot dogs, hot dogs right? or yeah?
1: Yep. 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 So it's a bit more accurate to use this, I would say, instead of, do you know? Exactly. Uh, yeah.
0: And I often hear students like, oh, do you know New York or, or something? Well, they really want to say, like, have you ever visited or have you ever been to New York? And of course, I think we as teachers, we understand what they say, but I, I always imagine like if my dad heard someone say that, would he mm-hmm. understand? I don't think he would actually. Yeah. So, you know, people who maybe don't interact with non-native speakers every day on a regular basis, that is is a thing that could create a little bit of confusion
1: yeah you'll be understood much better using exactly Level. yeah there's a game did you ever play that game i'm sure you have like yeah never have i ever blah blah blah. blah oh right
0: blah. yeah like never have i ever and then you have to say something and i don't remember what was the objective of that game was it like you the your friends had to guess if it was true or something
1: yeah i think so yeah i think that was the the gist of it yeah i kind of haven't been a long time, but maybe that's a fun game to play in class. Yeah, it could it could be. Except the rules. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's a fun game that I used to use in class. It was, you would have to ask somebody like, "Have I don't know, have you ever been to Japan? And they would have to say, yes, I have. And Mm -hmm. then you can ask three questions to try to figure out if they're telling the truth. So it's like, have you ever been to Japan? Yes, I have. Okay. What did you visit? I visited Tokyo. Okay. Well, what was your favorite place to visit? And if they don't have these little details, you can be like, no, you've, you have never been to Japan. That's a fun little game for present, perfect, simple, or have you ever versus past simple. So anyway. I
1: think um, if people want to look for that, I think Jimmy Fallon, Mm. uh, late night talk show host in the US plays this with some of the celebrities. Oh, fun. That come on. I think you. Yeah, you can search Jimmy Fallon, and maybe that's the name. Like, of have you Abby ever Butler. or something? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe oh, I'll yeah. link one of those in the show. I was notes. gonna
0: say, yeah, if we can, if we can look for that and maybe put a link into the notes. That's a really nice way to sort of like connect. Oh, the grammar lesson with like real world stuff.
1: So, real world, yeah, so yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, right. Okie dokie. Well, I think that's a good place for us to wrap up this little grammar review. So I will say, enjoy the rest of your day, and yay for
1: grammar! All right. Yay for grammar.
0: Yeah. All right. See you, Matthew. Bye. Thank you for listening again this week. As a bonus for our listeners, we now offer the transcript of this episode for free so you can read after listening. Our goal is to help you improve all aspects of your English. And when you become a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club, each week you also get exercises on grammar, vocabulary, pronunciation, and more directly connected to the topic of the conversation each week. In addition to the daily speaking practice in the club, you'll also make friends around the world with professionals just like you, so you have fun learning and remember what you learned better. And because you listen to this podcast, you get a 50% discount on your first month of membership. Just use the code FFCC50. And if you'd like to join the club, The link for more details is in the show notes for this podcast. We hope to see you in the club.